Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. One game left. One game left. Another I'm game, host, another draw rivalry. Play Dave Rivocchio. Oh, you're just and gonna... with me as always is <laughs> well, actually he's not with me anymore because we traded him to the Redskins. So actually, my co-host this week is Ray Rayberg. Welcome back to the show, Ray Rayberg. Hello, hello there, Podcast Nation. Drop it's a shame we had to drop Sam, but you know, I think it was pretty important for this podcast to just let that man go. Yeah, um, it, well, it, it, you know, now is... you know you had him last year for the Falcons, and now you need somebody to uh, that has a relevant stake in this year's Super Bowl to uh, to be on the pod. One hundred percent. And like now that he's gone, let's just admit it, he's not that good. No, no, he no. He talks no. too much about Pokemon. Like it's just yeah, he checks down to Pokemon just all the time. Uh, you know, rarely willing to go over the top. Um, unlike in real life, interestingly, uh, like I can tell from living with him that Sam is almost constantly over the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's it's funny actually uh i don't know if you remember but i was actually on this show exactly a year ago i don't know if you remember. were you yeah i was um you, you may remember i did a bit where i pretended that i was a a stupid eagles fan who was who was too dumb to realize that the uh the wrong birds had made the super bowl oh that's right yeah and i can't re- i don't remember was it the same like week, like the week yep. before the Super Bowl? Yeah, huh. yep. And we did prop oh, bets you know? and and, uh, and everything else. Um, I mean, well, because the Eagles, I mean, at the time were were last in the NFC East, and you know, here we are, one year later, and the, the Eagles have gone from from last to. I mean, they were number one seed. It's, I mean, it's it's sort of all happening, and you know, last like I said, last to first in one year. So you know, well, so Dave, I, you know, I just want to say, woo, bird gang, baby. All the way this year, woo! I'm checking. Uh, I'm checking my. If you have any more in your mic. system, get it out right now. Just <laughs> let it go. Just and let it go. I can't hold you back because I, you, you've earned it. Let it go. <laughs> no, but for real. I mean, at this pace, uh, let's pace. The Giants will be uh, will be uh, champions next year. I don't. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I need to I need to derail this before this podcast gets canceled by everyone else. I'm Sam. Hey, I'm I am I am the, the glue airwaves? that makes no, this like, podcast work like, and uh, I'm Hold on going a second. To... We might need to restart this podcast. I'm getting a lot of feedback. Though. Yeah, what is that? Kind of weird. I, I think I'm picking up Jesus something. Jesus Christ. All Sounds right. like somebody doing it's yard like, work or like a laundry like machine. Terrible static. Oh jeez. Garbage. Coming in live from Chicago, Illinois. You know him, you love him. It's Sam Grezes, the co-host of Intentional Sounding, making his long three-minute awaited debut on this, the extra special Super Bowl prop bet episode with his co-hosts, sidekicks, and underlings, <laughs> draw play Dave Rapocio and Raymond Alexander Rayberg. How are y'all oh, you doing told, tonight? You told the world my middle name. I don't think they needed to know that. I, I, it was it was for, you know, it, was, it had a nice sonic. Parker. I, think. I don't think they needed to know that. Parker, Samuel oh, Parker Gresses. Parker Gresses. Yeah, he's such a Parker. He's such a Parker, right? <laughs> Can I call you SPG now? Yeah, yeah, oh, you know me. No, don't take this for something that was embarrassing to him and make him feel cool about it. It's never been embarrassing to me. Parker's a cool middle name. I think we've established in earlier episodes that Sam does not have shame. That's also <laughs> very true. Uh, what's your middle name, Dave? Jeffrey. 
God. Jeffrey. That's not funny at all. (laughs) Fucking Jeffrey Jeffrey Alexander and Parker, three white dudes that definitely have a podcast. Oh boy! Should we? Should we? What? Like? Like? Review? Review? Fox shows that got canceled too early or something? Or? Well, I was gonna say, what's this? Uh, what's this podcast about? What do we? What do we talk about? Sports with a Z. Sp- oh. Sports with a Z. This. Is, <laughs> we only talk about slam ball here in this house. We love and respect the sport of slam ball taken from us too soon. This is an Overwatch professional league. <laughs> yes, podcast. yes, this is an <laughs> OWL league. Philly Fusion, baby. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I was confused because I thought it was a steeplechase podcast. Oh shit! That might oh, be from shit. my limited scope. Well, actually, with the uh, Winter Games coming up, mm. we're gonna have to find another weird, dumb sport oh, to make on. this a podcast about. It's curling. It, I mean, because curling, curling is great. I feel I like curling is the, the obvious choice, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like curling. Everyone, it's like curling is the joke. Yeah. It's it's the one you're like, okay, yeah, that's the weird Winter Olympics one. We need something deeper. We need a deeper cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. that people won't even watch ironically. Just going to Google Winter Olympics deep cuts. Uh, <laughs> see what that gets me on the old Google. What about like cross-country skiing? I because feel like that's just boring. I, I, I don't tune into the Olympics to watch a guy kind of walk fast. Gentlemen. But on skates. How about mm-hmm. what? The biathlon. Oh, the biathlon's fucking great. So that's, you yeah, know, it, yeah. the biathlon, yeah. where instead of just removing one of biking, running, and swimming, they decided they, it was skiing and shooting a gun. A gun. A gun. Yes. yes. I think that yes, might that be is it. it. The biathlon. Yeah. Specifically the gun shooting part. The, yeah, only the gun shooting part. Yes. No, that's that already is the sport. Hold on. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a summer sport. That's the most Oh yeah, shoot, sport. shooting a gun. Shooting nah, a gun. Biathlon, but the targets are speed skaters. <laughs> <laughs> The most dangerous game. Uh, Apollo. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. The Olympics would be a lot better if they did start combining some of the games. That's very true. Yeah, and if if you got to take, if you got to shoot real guns at other countries' (laughs) competitors, yeah, that would be way better. We had Maybe we, we should like, stick to Overwatch. We we had we had this like long conversation, longer than we usually do, about scheduling and like segments for this podcast. <laughs> and now here we are. And here, it's already here gone. we are. It's, here we fucking it's, it's are. It's already gone. We're like we gotta we gotta be good. It's like the Super Bowl episode. We got we gotta be on our shit. Well, Sorry. Outside um, sorry, no, the sorry. one with the gun and shooting, <clears throat> what two sports in the Winter Olympics would be the most fun to combine? It's got to be the ski jump and something. Well, okay. Because so... I just want the ski jump to land in the middle of a different event and take out everybody. Well, why? why I mean, we could do ski jump and ice hockey. And so, mm-hmm. like, you can only score, like, while you're airborne. Like you can only touch the 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 puck while you're airborne, and it's like. Or what if you can only score by jumping through the air into the net? You have to oh, land, hell yeah. Hell yeah. flat on your face, slide across the ice into the net. Now, now, if I may be bold and suggest another one, because these two actually I think would go together very easily: bobsled and curling. 
So okay. you have to race the whole course, but then when you get to the end of it, you're trying to stop in a little circle. Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah, or, yes, yes. What if? Well, but no, 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 no. You're, you're, oh. you're, you're, you're missing the genius of this new sport, which is that after you've done that, you need to stay where you are in your bobsled for the other teams to do theirs. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, the one I think that's at mine. the Winter Olympics that needed more chance of yeah. death in it was bobsled. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, like, that could be good. You could also just do curling where you take the the puck or whatever the weird weight thing is called. This, yeah, and you stone. just chuck that down the ramp. As fast you as you can. Just let that thing go. <laughs> so it just, like, comes out the bottom like a bullet. And you still have the sweepers down there, and they're terrified out of their minds. And there's two miles of runoff ice. <laughs> oh, my God. I was... That's that's better than... That's better than what I thought you were suggesting, which is that it's timed like bobsled is. It's just... You're just throwing the stone down, and the person with the lowest time... Is the winner, but no, yours is yours is a lot better than my stupid. No, idea. I I want a chance of death. Like I yeah, want there yeah. to be people at the bottom, terrified out of their mind because the rock is coming at them with brooms. Yes, with brooms. Very good. Now, That's all they have to defend themselves is brooms. How do we feel about ice dancing with well, target I, shooting? So like, figure you may skating, only but... shoot. You may only shoot the gun in the middle of a trick. Triple axle. Oh. Bam. Yes. Now you wanted some risk of death. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. only for the audience. You got, you got to go for the jumps to get the score, mm-hmm. but that's when they can open fire. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no! I was thinking more uh, that the ice dancer had to shoot yes. in the middle of their triple oh. axle. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Well, then don't you just shoot the judges, and then you like win <laughs> don't by be default? In the audience there. Yeah, this is performed in a uh, in a in a giant steel <laughs> steel box. <laughs> So you know that bullet's gonna be ricocheting all over oh, the place. Oh shit! Why don't I, I feel like I feel like we're kind of getting away from from the point here, and we're all kind of dancing around the same thing. Every every winter sport, winter Olympic sport, but just with guns. Yes, uh, ice hockey, but yes. just with guns. Like half pipe snowboarding, except you... just with guns. Two minutes for murder. Speed two minutes for murder. Speed skating, except your skates are guns, and they're and they're facing backwards. So you know you you can you, you gotta kind of shoot them, and then you go faster, because that's how Newton's one, laws work. I got one more for you, not gun related. Okay. The the skeleton, but with horses. Okay, now <laughs> I'm gonna need you to paint me a word picture. <laughs> I mean, you're going to need the guns at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 you will. <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't get the guns out of it, could I? No, no. Jesus. You did your best. American Pharaoh had a great race, and we're just going to have to end it right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it's in so much pain. Oh, God. Oof. Oh, no. There are so many less winter sports than... Summer sports. I, f- I always forget this every single year. Because, the, it, like, the Winter Olympics is, like, 80% um, various forms of going downhill faster than other people. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they only added snowboarding, like, fairly recently. I feel like they added a bunch of, like, the freestyle skiing and snowboarding events because of that. Because, like, 
well, yeah, why don't we also just do the X Games here, too? And, like, I'm for it, but it's always kind of slightly disappointing, especially when... It's always... It's one of those things, a lot of the winters... Like, when I look at uh, the Summer Olympic Games, like, I feel like even though some of them are really kind of dumb, like, these athletes are... They're at least getting, like, athletic skills that are outside of whatever their sport is. Mm-hmm. Winter Games, I don't feel like that like what is the guy who does the skeleton getting for life skills core strength i guess skeleton like you gotta be able to run fast and have good core strength and oh god that that building all the way down the hill is on fire and there's a baby that's going (laughs) to fall out of the top i can only get down there in like 7.9 seconds no fear i'm good dives head first I, I will say that is that is might be a more uh, life applicable skill than having big muscles is not being afraid of fucking anything because if you've done skeleton or luge or bobsled, I mean, what the fuck? It, what the fuck are you afraid of? Other than yeah, guns? I mean, what 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 important life skills are football players getting out? And I will <laughs> add a caveat to that that they can remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Yeah. Uh-oh. We, we just killed our own argument there. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I guess the shooting guys, they're getting some skills. Wow. Hooray. <laughs> just just that pregnant pause there. Very good. So should we, should we just move back on to what this podcast is supposed cool, to be about? Cool podcast, Ray. I heard you went on there and really defended the Eagles, but the first 20 minutes of it were bullshit winter sports. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so let's, yes, please, let's get on topic. The first thing that at least I wanted to talk about is this coming Saturday – uh, we're going to introduce a new class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, and there are a lot of, I think, worthy candidates this year. Uh, I don't know if I, – I feel like this hasn't really been publicized because it's like, you know, Super Bowl weekend and everyone's talking about that. But there are a lot of, like, candidates that really deserve to be in. Uh, and then there's Ray Lewis. So I feel like we can talk mm-hmm. about that uh, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, the the first guy I wanted because I feel like he he is not a name that that people I, I feel like not enough people appreciate what Isaac Bruce did as a member of the greatest show on turf so I will fucking I will stand for him endlessly I feel like he's he is one of the best wide receivers of all time he just didn't really get much I don't know uh, recognition or as much recognition as he deserved for it um because he was always the guy like when running lanes for marshall fought closed up like it was him and i mean him and yeah tory holt sure but it was like isaac bruce who generally was able to like get the offense going again was that deep ball threat to to kind of open things up for the rest of the offense so like i i will be personally very sad uh when you know Randy Moss gets in and uh, Ray Lewis get in and Isaac Bruce does not, I think the obvious thing we need to start with are who are the the obvious shoe ins, yeah. and yeah. I only see two, and it's Ray Lewis and Randy Moss. Yep, very true. You, you don't think Brian Urlacher's on there just because of fucking? 
Yeah, I I, I I would put Erlacher on the extremely probable yeah, list. Yeah, I don't I, I don't, don't see him as the um because there there might just be just enough because I don't know. I don't you guys are in Chicago and I don't know if there's enough Brian Erlacher love or memory outside mm. of that city. God damn honestly, it, I, hope I haven't so. thought about Brian Erlacher for years now. Well, that's because you haven't had his miraculous uh, hair restoration shoved in your face at every billboard uh, in your entire city. It's a fucking nightmare, Dave. It's not right. I saw the picture of him with hair. It's not right. It doesn't look right. Oh, it's Dave. Dave, there's lots of things about living in Chicago that are not right. And much like, you know, the horrible weather, the infinite flatness, you get used to seeing pictures of Brian Walker <laughs> with hair because they are everywhere. Yep. Billboards, and there's a lot buses. of things about Chicago. It's the wind. It's the deep dish casserole. It's the... <laughs> Italian sandwich. It's the bears, and it's Brian Erlocker's hair restoration billboard. It's it's the Jesus. fact that every single time you you turn down another street corner down in the loop, you see a bus, a, a train, a billboard, or like a, a bus stand or a newspaper ad with Brian fucking Erlocker staring deeply into your soul, holding a football, looking like he's trying to pop it lengthwise. Yes, with, that's the one. With fucking middle management ass. I'm I'm fifty. Ugh. I'm fifty five, and I like I'm the assistant manager of of Overton Ford out in the suburbs. Best rates and financing. It it's bad. Well, it's terrible. Dave, you hit it. You hit it just right because you said it's it's not right. It isn't. I mean, like to put this in perspective, this would be like if if ten years from now there were billboards all over Chicago that just had Mike Glennon after neck reduction surgery. Jesus. Like, dude, oh, God. yeah, Brian yeah. Erlocker is bald. That's yes. what. That's it's his whole aesthetic. It's like a reboot of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and Picard has hair. Yeah, yeah. The well, thought because- just made me. In, in both of those cases, like, they, Brian Erlocker was bald and he, like, made it work, right? It was, like, he was he was not an attractive man, but he made it a part of his, like, look oh, or whatever you want to yeah. call it, right? This this company has gone, it's like, it's like how Sprint has hired the Can You Hear Me Now guy. Like, yeah. They were like, who's the one person we could never get to get hair restoration? Brian Erlocker. <laughs> I'm, I know. I swear to God, that's how they. That's no, how they, yeah, that's how they yeah, it makes sense. Because now they're trying to do. Now they're just doing like Chicago sports legends. Like they, mm-hmm. they're doing. Um. Uh, uh. What's the other one they just did? Um. Uh. You know the Cubs player. No. I I I have not seen well this great one. job. Is there is there a big hair restoration um community and market in Chicago? Because no, that's what I'm getting at. I this. think literally they were just like, who's the one sports celebrity that we could get that would be the wildest person to undergo hair restoration and it was Brian Urlacher and, and then it was like Ryan Sandberg massive... by the way it was Sandberg Ryan Sandberg that's right yeah, yeah. Ryan Sandberg is... so now they're just like well now we only advertise in Chicago <laughs> it'd be like going to New England in 10 years and seeing billboards where Gronk is wearing a shirt yeah and f- <laughs> and fat oh man it, oh, like, oh man! Well, like I mean, the, the fat the, the guy at the thing. pool wearing the white T-shirt. 
I was, or here's the thing, or like Bud Light gets Gronk to do ads that are like, not like the fun ads, but they're like, hi, I'm Rob Gronkowski and I'm here on this party boat. And then he's like having a good time, like partying and stuff. And then like all of his friends are like wasted and Gronk's like, drink responsibly. I'm the designated driver. Like that, I'm, I think that might be. Uh, an analogous situation, right? I think this is fair. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. Yes. No one outside of Chicago gives a shit about Brian Urlacher True. anymore. Most well, of us in Chicago me, I, don't either. I, I don't think he's... He, he's one of those figures that's probably very beloved in his hometown where he was popular, and everyone else has just kind of forgotten he exists. Mm-hmm. I forgot he existed. Mm-hmm. I legitimately sometimes think about the Bears like, wow, I remember Devin Hester... Oh yeah, I guess there was that bald guy. Oh yeah, right. Brian Urlacher. Yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah. Well, well let me. So ch- I don't know. Like he should probably be in there because he had a nice career. But I could see him being left off for reasons that will piss off Sam. Eh, I won't piss me off. I don't. Care. I legit don't care. I think Brian Urlacher is overrated, and every single like Bears fan with a Brian Urlacher jersey is probably racist. So. <laughs> Well, let me uh, let me flip another uh, hometown hero at you mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. that I also don't have perspective on, but in my opinion, is a no question Hall of Famer, uh, Brian Dawkins. We knew this was coming. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how he didn't make it in last year. Sure, I mean last year was a last year was a pretty tight class if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Is there a cap? To the, is it a? I don't. I don't, I don't think exactly there's a cap. Is. Like I, it's just like you have to. 80% I feel like you get unlimited votes on your ballot but 80% of voters have to agree on you I think I think that's the way it works I don't know like he really should uh, he is an absolute legend at Denver Broncos safety he deserves uh-huh, <laughs> his acknowledgement like uh-huh yeah <laughs> he 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 really helped that Broncos team he just looked so good in orange yeah and, I, and I, when he flapped those pegasus wings as he was so well known for doing for doing those yes. beautiful bronco horse wings he always flapped <laughs> trot broncos trot man <laughs> trot broncos trot oh uh, i mean i could i could wax poetic about brian dawkins um and I, i'll try and spare that for you but just i mean uh I, I mean the fact that he was an amazing player is one thing but the fact that he was one of the most savage players on the field mm-hmm. and motivating captains on the field and soft-spoken, like, nothing, you know, sweetest, most soft-spoken guy off the field. Like, it, but never again, only in the era that he played, could you have an NFL player who pretended he was a supervillain when he was on the field and had a superhero supervillain persona known as Weapon X. Like, if a player did that nowadays, we would be falling over ourselves laughing at him. And if it happened before, they think he was the weirdest thing to ever hit the NFL. Well, I mean, that did happen before. Do you remember this fella who was called Clinton Portis? Uh, yeah, did unfortunately. He... Do you remember Clinton Portis's various personality oh, yeah i do not shit i i do growing up in fucking dc yeah you you just reminded me clinton portis was great he was I miss clinton portis yeah <laughs> that's true 
if you uh, uh, no, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say if you're not aware of of the whole Weapon X thing, the yeah. the thing that I appreciate about uh, about Brian Dawkins possibly over Clinton Portis was he kind of picked one, stuck with it, right? Whereas Clinton Portis was a little bit all over the map in his uh, uh, in in the masks that he put on. If you haven't seen like Brian Dawkins, like you need to Google Brian Dawkins Weapon X highlights because they are different from Brian Dawkins highlights, right? You will get a different YouTube result. And the the one I will just one last thing because we don't have to talk about this forever. We're gonna spend enough time talking about the Eagles. But the the one Brian Dawkins memory I have more than anything else was, and I hate to do this to you, Dave, but um, uh, it was in a game against the Giants, and Brian Dawkins was coming up from the safety position and making the tackle on the edge. You know, he he had he had come up and then followed the play out to the edge and he's making a tackle and it's a diving tackle you know to catch to catch this this giants player and he just he he goes and and whips his arms out full like like superman descending from the clouds or or like some sort of like bug trapping its prey it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my whole life he's just all four limbs as far as he can get them off the ground tackling this guy and i remember coming into school the next day in high school and we all tried to take pictures uh replicating the the tackle and uh i believe i ended up injuring my friend phil adams very badly (laughs) If you're if you're having I'm trouble imagining, all right. This. Here's here's a very important question. What was Phil Adams's middle name? Ha! <laughs> uh, oh 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 uh, oh! I know this, but you just scared it out of me. Um, we'll, we'll we'll come back to that later. You'll find it by the just end. Just shout it when you remember. Yeah. I'll try and I I want to give a special mention to the guy in here who's probably not going to make it, but I feel like he has the most name. The name that sounds the most like it could just be, you know, a Riverdale character. Yeah. And that's Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby, yes. I don't know anything. It's about old him. JJ. He's down by the water mill, you know? Sure. Uh I all all I'll tell you is I cannot remember uh Phil's middle name. Sorry, Phil, but I can tell you that he had uh, two nicknames and those were uh Doomsday. And Damn. uh and this one's and this one's really gonna get you. And let me tell you, let me promise you it is accurate. Uh, the stretched leprechaun. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh so no! So was he like a very Irish, like ginger who was very, very long and yeah, he was like thin. he was like a short, squat ginger kid uh, through middle school, and then freshman year of high school, he grew about three feet and lost, and, like gained zero pounds. I. Um, those those two how is does one person have those two nicknames at the same time? Doomsday was unrelated. We don't we don't need to worry okay. about it. But, um, okay, okay. I, I if you're out there listening, Doomsday stretch left this that maybe that it's you. one of those situations where it was ironic. You're like, oh man, here comes Doomsday. Hey guys, how's it going? And then, <laughs> Did you do your homework? I forgot my homework, but you know, I I asked the teacher for an extension, and it was a good time. Oh, classic Doomsday. Hey, hey, Ray, I'm really glad that I listened to that podcast you told me to listen to, where I got that shout out, and somebody I don't know mocked me for being a wimpy nerd. <laughs> 
real cool. Thanks, Ray. Let's let he, hey, I know a good I know a good maybe, I know a good Maybe way he's to... a gamer and it's <laughs> my god. It's doomsday, but oh. I, like the <laughs> because the he camped out the day zeros. Oh, see I was thinking it was because he camped out the day Doom came out and he bought it for all of his friends. <laughs> I'd say you guys are cer- certainly warmer on that track. Okay, good. Uh, I, I, I do want to, before we get off of the Hall of Fame stuff completely, is this finally the year for T.O.? Like, cause I think this is a, probably a pretty decent me, chance. Me too. Because outside the two big names, everyone else feels like someone that could get left off. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it, if you're talking like Edger and James and Ty Law, I don't think they'll get in this year. But I don't think it. I don't see Edger and James. I don't think Ed should be in. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'm just thinking, like, I'm trying to think in terms of like, oh, yes, putting myself in a terrible ESPN mindset. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I think, I think To has a has a really good shot. I can't separate the stats from the guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. just, I just have no interest in seeing particularly good things happen to Terrell Owens at all. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those yeah, things right? where, like. From a football standpoint, he 100% belongs in the Hall of Fame. But if he gets denied, I'm going to laugh my ass sure. off. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's I, the I thing mean, is every year it's a it's kind of a win-win and a lose-lose, right? And I try and more I, – I really try and think separate from that when, I, you know, when I'm thinking about this sort of thing, especially when it comes to baseball. You know, I, yeah, I mm-hmm. put mm-hmm. the steroid guys in, put Pete Rose in, you know, whatever. Much as I hate – can't stand Pete Rose, not because of the gambling, but for other things. But, you know, and, and same with football, but I – <laughs> you can't, you're gonna can't have to do ask it. me about. You're gonna have to ask me about 10, 15 years from now whether I think uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Terrell Owens should be in the Hall of Fame. Because right now, all I can see him is just the biggest asshole on the face of the planet. And you know, part of me wants him to get inducted to hear his speech. Oh man, that's oh, the God. only reason why I want him inducted is because I want to see how off the rails that shit gets. Well, you know, he has a Twitter account now. Oh, it's yeah. It, it, Somebody let that man have a Twitter account. It's a must follow. Ugh. I mean, it is. It just is. It is nonsense. Wonderful all the time. I like it very much. Another name I do think has is probably going to get in this year. I think it's John Lynch. Uh, he's been he's been playing like he was in the booth for a while, doing the uh you know the schmoozy thing. It's not fair and, though. Like I hate that it's, shit, man. I really not, do. And I hate I, it so really, much. Looking at him, like he's the guy who probably needs the hair restoration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But I don't know. I just feel like this is a, a lynchy year because he he had a big year this year going to the 49ers doing stuff. I I don't know. I just I feels lynchian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, mean, I there's gonna be a uh, lot. Wait, it feels it feels Lynchian. undertones. Yeah, I was about to say when when you're <laughs> yeah, saying Lynchian, do it, you mean I... do you mean John or David? <laughs> very good. I'm I'm very glad you beat me to it because you said it better than than I could. Very dark. All right. Well, I'm gonna give like a really quick note of just the other people who are finalists because the top, by the yes. time this goes up, we still won't know. Yes. Uh, Tony Baselli, who's best known for having a last name that sounds like a pasta noodle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac Bruce, Brian Dawkins, Alan Fanica, I, which I is a name I've heard. He's, I mean, there's going to be at least one offensive lineman. I think he's a pretty good chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is Steve Hutchinson. 
is which is the most white guy name yeah, that may exist in this entire class. Uh, Joe Jacoby, Edron James, Ty Law, Ray Lewis, John Lynch, Kevin Maway. Maway? I, I don't, don't remember. Maway? I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Brian Erlecker, and Everson Walls. Man, if he had been like a cornerback in today's day, oh, it'd yeah. be like, oh, it 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 it's build the Everson wall. Oh, no Jesus. one's getting over the wall. Oh, you Christ. know that would happen. Yeah, you absolutely. know it would happen. Be a whole ESPN segment about it. Signs in the signs in the crowd. And again, Don Coriel gets screwed over. Don Coriel belongs in the Hall yes. of Fame. He didn't make the finalists. Um you're a joke, voters. Mm-hmm. Don Coriel like invented the modern passing game, put him in the Hall of Fame, you dumbasses. <laughs> This has been your yearly Don Coriel segment. Lasts 15 seconds every year. We do it every year. So let's get off the Hall of Fame, and I want to ask you a completely unrelated question to anything. Yes. Do either of you think Dilly Dilly is funny? Here's here's the struggle here. Dilly Dilly, the phrase Dilly Dilly, is stupid and bad. Unfortunately... They have surrounded the phrase with generally good content and commercials. So I like the commercial until they say dilly dilly, which wouldn't be a problem except for that they made one little video where they said Philly Philly instead of dilly dilly. And now everybody from home is saying dilly dilly to everything. No, I didn't know it. I didn't know it caused that, but I'm not surprised. And yeah, the Philly I Philly can, video is uh, good. Well, and like I like the commercials for the most part, but what yeah, is that I, nonsense? I'm with I'm it, with Ray. It feels on this. like a forced meme. It's yeah. like oh, we got a we got a funny forced meme. Let's just keep bring it up, dilly dilly. That's exactly what it is, because because mm-hmm. it didn't come out of anything organically. It just all no, like some didn't. writer was just like, and then they'll say this weird word. It, it, they needed like a setup commercial where maybe some guy named Dilly was doing something really reckless to try and get some. No, blood. no. I also, like, actually, ah! actually, fuck you, Dave. I do not need the behind the music on Dilly Dilly. I want to know Dilly's backstory, man. I need the prequel to Dilly. I want, and he's like going down into like the fire, and they're like Dilly, Dilly, and then they look at each other like, like Hodor. What the hell, Dilly? Yeah, and that's and that's the story. That's all I want. I want that commercial. I, I don't. <laughs> Reboot it in five years, Jesus. bud. I'm I am with Ray on this. I the we were watching like one of the commercials together. Uh, I think it was it was the Philly filling one, and we were like noticing that like the actors are good. The writing isn't bad. Like. No, I, I love, don't know. I love the one where the wizard turns stuff into Bud Light and is like, you know, I could make you the most powerful man on earth. And he's like, mm, just Bud Light. They're like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. And and they're, the actors are charismatic. And I mean, you know this because I'm talking about Bud Light. I want to drag him all the time. But like, I, you know, they're generally entertaining until they fucking say dilly dilly. And it makes me hate it so much. So much. I mean, because it doesn't make sense. I think that's the biggest problem. It doesn't make any sense it's a catchphrase meme from nowhere well, but because but it also like it's not just nonsense words it means like cheers right 
or like here yeah. here like it's it's a toast but like they keep they keep using weasel words around it they're like we did some research and we suppose that maybe people many years ago might have said you know what i mean like they won't say like yeah. oh this is an old medieval way of saying cheers like mm. it's nonsense that they made up Mm. Like we feel like it means cheers. That's I, I read because I, I tried to find this out. I googled it because I'm an embarrassment. But um, yeah, it's like they won't cop to it. It sucks. All right, let's move on from that. I just wanted to ask because I feel like this has been bothering me all season, and we haven't talked about it somehow. Uh, it's I mean it, it's going to come to a head in the Super Bowl, right? This is one of the uh, oh, we're going to get to like, prop bets. Right. We're going to get to prop bets, but yes. this is going to be the first one. Is there going to be a massive Game of Thrones style like dilly dilly ad massive. that involves like yeah that involves like people probably dying? <laughs> oh, I th- I was expecting like the over under on how many different dilly dilly commercials. I, I my guess, my guess, and we can all like have different guesses, but my guess is there's one, and it is some like battle at Helm's Deep, insanely choreographed. They might get Kit Harrington to be in it. Uh, like massive fucking battle. Uh, and I think that's gonna be it for. For Dilly, no, well, not for the I ad think campaign. There's going to be three commercials, and they're going to be commercials that build on each other. Oh, that's annoying. It's it, yeah. it's, it's going yeah. to be like a I Lord of those. the Dillies small thirty second <laughs> ad trilogy. All right, yep. Where there there there's a there's a there's a Dilly Dilly like really early, and then maybe like halfway through the first quarter, there's the second Dilly Dilly, which is like happening after the first one. In a continuation, mm-hmm. and then there's the third one, which is the same thing, and that's it. It it's three dilly dillies. We got a trilogy of dillies. Okay, well, before the dilogy. Before we get to the su- <laughs> before we get to the Super Bowl, there were two major uh, major NFL news uh, yeah. pieces today. Yeah, yeah, we should get to that first. I, you know, I don't, I don't mean to rush this thing along, but no. I, you know, I really want to milk my time talking about the Eagles being in the Super Bowl here. So, yes. That's okay. Yes, the big news that happened this week, basically out of nowhere, is that the Redskins are fucking idiots so, again. So, so stupid. <laughs> Alex Smith, all right, traded from the Chiefs to the Redskins. That's all we got learned at first, and everyone was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I okay, guess that like, means why? Kirk Cousins is gone. Yeah. All, right, all right, okay, the Redskins are obviously cutting ties with Kirk Cousins. Um, What did they get in return? Like, what's... What's the deal yeah. here is I saw a lot of Washington fans like, all right, like we may not get cousins, but at least we'll have a solid older veteran quarterback to help groom someone that they're presumably going to draft and for a couple years and get the, his, the future going like that makes sense. And then it came out what the rest of the deal was. Oh, and essentially the Chiefs got a third round pick, um, the Redskins cornerback i forget his name i think it's fuller yeah it was fuller Faulkner. Mm-hmm. It was fuller. it's fuller and mm-hmm. uh, very good young stud who's up and coming and the redskins not only signed alex smith but they gave him an extension for, for five for, years I, I thought it was four but it was around five but i should five mention. years uh if uh when i think it was uh, uh the third round pick actually is is pretty much negated because i think it was when cousins signs his contract uh the 
Redskins will at least receive a third round pick in compensation. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think that that, because of it, and that's separate, like the, uh, the, that's a a compensatory pick or whatever. I don't know how it worked, but they were talking about it and they basically said that the picks end up being a wash. So it's a straight trade, uh, Alex Smith for whichever Fuller brother, Kyle Fuller, Kendall Fuller, whichever one. I, I think it's, it's not, it's, it's not Kyle. It's Kendall. I think it's, it's Kendall, but they extended Alex Smith for five years and seventy million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Now, Alex Smith is thirty-four years old, and we've seen peak Alex Smith. Now, I have a counterpoint to you here. Now, these Redskins, you know, they don't just want to make the playoffs. Of course, you know, the goal is always to win the Super Bowl. Now, what two teams are in the Super Bowl? The Patriots and the Eagles. Week one, Alex oh my Smith God. beat the Patriots 42-7. You've done it. You found it. You found it. Week, week two, he beat the Eagles. This is a hell of a theory. Yes, this is this is the this is the gal. We and that, that, did all, a- that makes a lot of sense because two games is about Dan Snyder's attention span. <laughs> we literally did a we literally did a live version of the Galaxy Brain meme where we were like, oh, like maybe the, like the trade. Oh, okay, let's find out what the Redskins gave, and that's like P Brain. Then like, oh, the Redskins gave up too much, and they're dumb. Is like. Big brain, and then brain with light shooting out is actually the picks negate, and galaxy brain is actually Alex Smith beat both the teams in this year's Super Bowl. It was. I mean, I, bu- I believe that. Dan Snyder watched two games, and he was mm-hmm. like, ah, fuck it. This is a lost season. I'm going to go do blow off a hooker's ass. And then, like, you know, they were like, hey, Dan, we didn't make the playoffs. And he was like, ah, go get Alex Smith. Go get that Alex Smith guy. He looked pretty good. Yeah. How the, the Chiefs, they, they made the playoffs, right? They had a pretty good season, right? Yeah, I go get that guy. I saw I saw a tweet from uh, Mina Kimes, who is a must follow on Twitter. If you if you don't follow her already, she's she's brilliant. Uh, who because this this news broke uh, last night uh, around the time the State of the Union was being delivered, uh, and what what she said was it's a big night for conservatives in Washington. <laughs> Perfection. It was it was That's really good. good. It was really good. Very, very good tweet. Well, I'm expecting Alex Smith to have a chance at taking the division, but then he'll check down into second place. I mean, that's the way it always works. Sounds about right. Um, There's a one, before we get to the game, there's one tiny little bit of news that I discovered on Monday that really deserves just a quick mention, and that is apparently the Jacksonville Jaguars are changing that stupid two-tone helmet yeah i knew you were gonna bring this up i like that i thought that helmet was fine and that's why you're a bad fan (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i didn't have a problem with it it was it was a good idea extremely poorly executed I don't know. I, the, I, I I know it was a thorn in your side, but I never minded it too much. I never liked. It was just you go from matte to metallic on one thing. It sounds. I don't know. It's kind of worked. It did. I, again, it did like, it, look, it make, sounds like an interesting idea, but it just in practice, they just messed it up. Real. Yeah. It just wasn't good. They, they did all kind of look like Imperator Furiosa. Yeah. They had right. Smeared. You know, they had smeared grease on their forehead to appease the wild. You know people from gas town or where, why yeah they, she did that yeah <laughs> it wasn't a great look i'm did, did they announce what they're doing if are they gonna go like all shiny metallic or are they gonna go all all Ooh, matte black all matte all matte, all matte. On, yeah I'm, I'm i'm predicting uh matte black 
all the yeah, way through. That'd okay. be great. I'll yes. Yes. I would I would like that very I much. I have no idea what it's gonna be. They I've heard that they're trying to bring more teal back into yes, it. Yes, please. Which I'm, I'm yeah. fine with. Maybe maybe Oh my I, god, a I matte had, teal like, helmet yes, would be great. Like a matte teal helmet would be cool. Hell yeah. Uh like matte teal helmet with like the gold face mask. Hell oh my god, oh. hell yeah, dude. Are you kidding oh. me? With gold yeah. metallic face mask. Yeah, yes. Like, yeah. Like, so that that like would be a good implementation. Leaf. Yeah, make it happen. Mm. It'll never happen. No. <laughs> uh, also, in so news, let's do it. Oh. I did. Um, I did watch the uh, the state of the league today. Mm. I wanted. I, I don't know if you guys wanted to be filled in on what Roger Goodell has to say. Please. Oh, it's probably a lot of bullshit. It was. It was mostly bullshit. I mean, uh, the main thing, a couple things I took away from it. One is, um, he did say that like pretty much everybody is happy with the reduced celebration penalties this year. So good. Thanks God. That's good. That's going to continue. He's like all yes. in favor. And I was so worried he was going to get up there. Somebody asked a question about celebrations. I was like, here's where he's like, it's all coming back next year. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but the main thing, of course, is that he, the biggest, I think, news story, I mean, he had to answer some stuff about the Rooney rule mm-hmm. and some stuff uh, that uh, about uh, games in Mexico City and London that I don't really feel qualified to talk about or I don't think are funny. Um, <laughs> But uh, he did say that they are going to completely start from square one with the catch rule. This offseason? Holy shit. Yes. Good, right? Good. They are That's not exciting. To, they're not going to add or subtract from it. He said that he wants to start over completely. That's that's awesome. And you know what What the like low-key thing that's really awesome about that? That really fucks with, with – Old man Vinny, the old man Vince, our our cousin Vinny's plans for the XFL. Yeah. It, oh yeah, that happened. Because that's like, because that's like his one fucking. Oh, other than the other than the whole protest thing, like yeah, the the XFL league where a fucking catch is a catch, and we will shoot you if you fucking protest. So don't. So that that that's good that you know he's kind of hamstringing that well i expect roger goodell to come out and say our new catch rule um involves microtransactions oh hell if yeah you believe it was a catch <laughs> you can pay one dollar and if there's enough dollars oh, it will be a catch you get a loot box we we needed another reason that cleveland won't be able to win a game <laughs> <laughs> did i did i get him oh got him yes you did you got him yes you did uh, well, they have been sufficiently got. What drives me crazy, though, and and I feel like this is a controversial opinion, and I really think it shouldn't be, but I am passionate that the catch rule is not the worst rule in the NFL. What is? The worst rule is the fumbling yeah. of your opponent's end zone rule. Yes. I don't think that's a controversial opinion. No. I, I think most people Why are we talking the- about it? Because we've already talked about it without you. No, no, no. I don't mean like. like yeah, but why? Why are people just constantly talking about the catch rule? That had been. I think that happened more I think this simply season because it comes of it more often and it's more it visible. It sucks I think. so bad. Why should the other team it's get so the ball? Bad. It's it's inane. Mm-hmm. It is arbitrary and just complete nonsense. And it's just like, and it's the biggest swing in a game that I think a rule could possibly have. A touchdown gets converted to a or, – or or getting the ball back on the half-yard line gets converted to a turnover. I mean, it's just madness to me. 
It, I, I mean, but, you're I'm not sorry. If wrong. you've already, I shouldn't rant about it. If you've already, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just trying to save you a little bit of time so that you can. Yeah, rub I got. It in. I got other things to rant about. Yeah, we should. We should get into that now before we get into prop bets, probably. So, who? All right. Obviously, I know who Ray is rooting for. Mm-hmm. The question is, how good of a chance do you think they have? Uh, I, I, it's got to be a toss-up. I, I mean, I don't know. I, when it comes to this game, I feel like it's it always feels like a toss-up. And the closer you get to the game, the more it feels like a, like I. Rarely do I think of a Super Bowl and think like this is going to be a, a bloodbath. I mean, it has been a bloodbath in the past, but I feel like. I don't know when it when it comes down to one game, everybody's got a shot. When you look at like playoff chances, you know when you when you make the playoffs and you think about your chances to make it all the way and win a championship, that's one thing. But like at this point, I don't want to. I don't want to think about whether they have a chance or not. I don't know. I I hope they do. I think they do. I don't know, man. Well, I my my thinking on this personally is that I think I think the Eagles D matches up very 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 well with the offense that the Patriots have been running. Uh, I So I think that, and this is what I've been seeing in most picks, like even if people pick the Patriots, most people aren't giving them the benefit of, you know, a multi-score win, right? It's it's usually within, yeah. within like anywhere between three and eight. And I, you know, I, I think I can get behind that. I think this is going to be a very close game. I mean, if you wanted a real answer from me instead of that nonsense, like, like, okay, you've been following this team all year. Like, what do you mm-hmm. think? Um, I think that uh, if the Eagles can rush four and get to Brady and they cannot be fooled by Belichick trickery in the run game because on its on its face, the, the – Patriots run game poses no threat to the Eagles run defense, but you no. know Belichick's going to game game plan something for that, right? So if they can avoid falling into that trap, and if they can rush four and get to Brady, I think the defense will uh, will carry them to, to to the victory if the offense just doesn't fall on its face. Here's here's what I'll um, say. I, those I, are big ifs, you know. True. I I, I also think. Not to be – I feel like the, the Eagles have a better chance of blowing out the Patriots than the Patriots have of blowing out the Eagles, I think. If this game well, is a Patri- blowout, I, agree with I that. think I the agree Eagles with will that. win. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that the Eagles have a better chance to win the game than the Patriots. But, I mean, even though I, I think the Eagles have like a slight edge, I, I think that if – I think that the Eagles – have the ability to to kind of open up that lead uh, much more than than the Patriots do, right? Uh, I, Sam, Sam picking a team to have their defense match up well against the Patriots and and win is giving me an absolute heart attack right a now. A fucking nightmare. Yeah. Well, I, th- that's why I said like you 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 heard how confident. You heard how confident I was it's, about about uh, about the Jaguars, and you hear how not confident I am here. So let let that be a lesson. I'm, I said I'm giving them a slight edge, right? Like I don't. We do have to remind our listeners that all year Sam has more or less been on the Patriots are done train every time they struggle a little bit ever since week one. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, Sam's wrong. Not, not. They're not. The the Patriots didn't allow less than 20 points until week five. Like, it is. And their defense is still. Their defense is still not very good. They also play a very soft schedule. So the, ja- the Jaguars game, game was the was the toughest Sam! game they played all year. Silence. Oh shit. Silence. Oh shit. I'm cutting off your microphone, sir, because now I want to talk and I control all the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you still got control of those marbles? <laughs> I, I still got control of all the marbles. That's how it works. Anyway, uh obviously I'm rooting for the Yellowstone Caldera to open up and consume us all in hellfire. Sure. I think this game's going to more or less come down to Nick Foles. I think the Eagles' defense is good enough to keep the Patriots in check. I don't think this Patriots team is as good as previous Patriots teams. The defense is... It bends a lot. It, it, has, it doesn't quite break, but it bends a lot. But they really haven't faced the toughest schedule, and they struggled against a good defense last week. And the Eagles... They, I don't think the Patriots are really going to be able to do much against the Eagles defense, but Brady will still get some points. The Patriots will still get some points. It's going to come down to if the Eagles offense can do anything, Mm -hmm. because we all know Belichick always game plans for the best thing the other team does. And that's obviously going to be the Eagles run game. That's what everyone's expecting. And Nick Foles, we've seen two forms of, we've seen one game where he played exceptionally well. That was against the Vikings. If he plays like that, I think the Eagles have a very good chance to win. If he plays like he did against the Falcons or any of the other games he started towards the end of the year, I think the Patriots are going to take this simply because that's the kind of a game the Patriots would win. But I think the Eagles... I've gotten a lot of text messages from friends who don't follow the sport quite as closely, who are just exasperated that the Patriots are back in the game. And they're like, please tell me the Eagles have a chance. And I'm like, one, go fuck yourself because fuck the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But two, I like I don't think enough people are giving this Eagles team quite enough credit simply because the other team is the Patriots. And I think the Patriots are coasting a little bit on reputation right now because I don't think they're all that special this season. I mean, how could they get excited for this? Like, right, yeah. There's just no way they're going to be as hype. Those are like the all of the X factor things swing the Eagles' way, right? No matter yeah. no matter how you think it, no matter whether you're an Eagles or a Patriots fan, right? The Eagles have this whole underdog narrative about having had the number one seed, and now they're getting disrespected because Foles is in. They're coming up against. They have the, all the sick memes. Yes, yeah, they do. They've got all the sick memes. And they're going up against, like, one of the most hated dynasties in sports, right? You – talking about, like, bulletin this board material. This feels like an Eagles win. And honestly, this feels like an Eagles win simply to spite me because <laughs> this is the worst giant season I've seen ever. Sure, so, so just of get, get the all Eagles the trash are win at in. the end. Yeah. Just, so- it's just going to end horribly no matter what. So mm-hmm. it's like I fe- I think the Eagles are going to win. So, okay. So Dave, but let me be clear here. It sounds like you're. I mean, you said Caldera, but it sounds like you're rooting for the Patriots to me. I've thought about this a lot over the last two weeks, and I've kind of swung my way around multiple times. When last Sunday happened, my gut instinct was actually to root for the Eagles because I'm just so fucking sick of the Patriots. And then 
as time went on, I'm like, all right. So if the Eagles win, that's cool because it's a new, fresh team. Like, okay, I want to see some new blood. I, I would like to see. And even though I despise the Eagles, I don't really hold anything against their fans. And I know how good it is to win that game. And I want other people to experience that happiness because I'm like, I know it's a good feeling. It's, it's wonderful to know your team won. And I also know that after you win, there's also a kind of empty hollowness where you're like, Oh, that's it. My life didn't actually change. And I want also to see Eagles fans have that moment where they realize we waited all that long and Oh, However, but yes, I want I want to see new blood and all that stuff. But then I was also like, then I can't like wave it in their faces anymore that we beat the Patriots and they didn't, or that they don't have any rings. And this is like the worst giant season ever. And if the Patriots win, it's just like a forgotten footnote in history instead of a historic first win that everyone will remember. So. Honestly, no matter who wins, I'm not going to be happy. That's fair. <laughs> it's like whoever it's fucking alien versus it, predator, whoever wins, it, if, Dave loses. If the if the page if the Patriots win, then I get to continue making fun of the Eagles. If the Eagles win, then at least I don't have to see the fucking Patriots win again. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be happy at the end of this game no matter what, unless we are all consumed in Yellowstone Caldera hellfire. No, I, I didn't, I didn't really expect uh, to win you over at any point in this park because you know I, I get it. Like I, you know, I totally understand. As a Giants fan, Cowboys fan, I had to spend. Oh, I went on a biz. Uh, I have a question for you. When it was the Patriots and the Giants in 2007, who did you root for? Uh, the first time that was the first time. Yeah. Oh, I rooted for the uh, for the Patriots for sure because we didn't. I didn't hate them yet. And in the second game, the rematch, the the directed DVD series. Yeah, oh, I was I was so mad about the so, so I was so mad about the first win that I that I that I rooted for the Patriots again. <laughs> okay, I didn't feel good about it. Like let's just say I'm not gonna get mad at you. Now if it was now, I thought about this. If it was now with the Giants, I might root for the Giants. But I, I had to spend all last week with a, a Cowboys fan on a business trip. And I thought about, you know, what if it was the Cowboys? And I was like, I couldn't do it. I was like, I, I think I think the Cowboys fans honestly probably have a harder choice than I do. Yeah. Because the one thing Giants fans have is we can, we can look at the Patriots and be like, well, fuck you, but we beat you twice. Mm-hmm. Cowboys fans, uh, Eagles fans, Redskins fans, they don't have that that tiny little cushion to tolerate the Patriots like Giants fans right. do. Uh, but, you know, the, NFC East rivals is one thing. But, um, I mean, I, I don't want to talk too much about this. If I could just have 90 seconds of your airtime, uh, the, the last thought I have on this. Get get on, get on get on your stump. Get, get on out, your, your soapbox. All right. So for the last week, I've been trying to get, like, excited for this Super Bowl, okay? I'm figuring it's Eagles-Patriots. It's going to be really easy to get all my friends on my side. Finally, you know, they're going to be cheering my team. And I cannot believe how hard it has been and how much self-righteous disrespect I've gotten, not from fans of the NFC East, but from just random people who say they can't cheer for the Eagles. So here's, here's my last thought on this. Football fans, 
The Eagles don't need you. If having more people cheering against them was what beat the New England Patriots, they wouldn't have won last year. Or the time before that. Or the time before that. There's this uh, there's this saying that has emerged from the Philly locker room, and it's like all over Philly social media right now. All we got is all we need. If we're going to see somebody who's not New England win the Super Bowl, Malcolm Jenkins, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey, and yes, Nicholas Edward Foles and the rest of them are going to have to believe in themselves, trust each other, have fun, and ball out of their minds on Sunday. That's what matters. Now, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in Philly, actually, cheering them on. And if joining the rowdiest, most hated fan base in U.S. pro sports is too much for you, if the thought of that fan base being unleashed on Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, and the rest of those smug New Englanders who have done nothing but win championships in multiple sports for the last 20 years, if that's not enough to win you over, fine. But if you can't get over it, I'll be drinking a Yingling, and I'd love to have you with me when the birds beat Brady. That's it. I'm done. All right. Hell yeah. That's all I, I gotta like say. It. Hell yeah. All right. I want to follow that up with just a little bit. Um, if if you're a neutral fan here, if you're not a fan of an NFC East team, you should 100% be rooting for the Eagles. Yes. Yes. All right. This, I, this, it's not like, a question. I, all right. And I don't know if, Ray, you read my comic from last Thursday where I actually went and I defended Eagles fans. I did. I actually appreciated it Because over the past week that the Eagles, Eagles fans have gotten a – bad reputation based on some incidents where things just like the worst among them did bad things and when that's all you got the fan base like a fan base and group will kind of lean into that as memes and people have taken that as philly is terrible people no fans are terrible people I've interacted with Philadelphia fans who are complete dicks, but I've also interacted with a lot more Philadelphia fans who are perfectly reasonable, fine people that I would love to have a beer with. And that is the same exact experience I have had with every single fan base. Every single fan base has a little bit of personal seasoning to them. Like the Bills fans might get a little more drunk or... Eagles fans might be slightly tougher around the edges simply because of Philly's personality, but there's no true meaningful difference and condemning an entire fan base because two or three people threw batteries at a pitcher is it's not fair. They don't deserve the hate with Browns fans threw bottles at a referee. Why don't we consider Browns fans as evil as Eagles fans? Like, come on. It's, don't hate Eagles fans because of that. Don't look at the videos of the two or three bad people that get noticed out of the thousands walking by in the background who are just happy to see their team win. Don't judge a fan base like that. Let's move on to prop bets. Yes. Say. Yeah, I've got I've got a few. I've got a few. Uh, so the first one I wanted to 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 ask you guys, uh, and in the second one, they're they're slightly related. Will Bill Belichick wear a hoodie? Oh, the odds, the odds on this what are pretty are the odds similar. On this? Well, okay. So, so it's minus for both. You got minus 110 on yes, minus 120 on no. The thing that makes this interesting is they're playing uh, in Minneapolis, in right? 
So it's a dome. It's an indoor stadium. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Yeah, that that was my my thought. Too. I'm gonna say no. I think he's gonna come out in a long sleeve ugly shirt. I mean, with those odds, I'll take yes. But I was expecting sure. you to say, you know, if I put a penny on no and a dollar on yes, oh, I yeah. stand to either no. make a dollar no. or make 50 bucks. Yeah, no, no, no. On this one isn't, isn't that interesting in terms of odds. Um, the oh, next one. wear one, right? Yeah. I, well, I, I, think, I don't think he does. If only because when I was doing research on this, he didn't wear one last Super Bowl, uh, which was also indoors. When, when Belichick is indoors, he... You know, it's more of a toss-up for sure, and I mean, I, I'd rather go with kind of the the consistent pick, right? Uh, the the next one is is very interesting, and I'll, I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the the info on this first. Uh, so they're talking about the color of Belichick's shirt, and we have uh, four options. You can take uh, gray. At plus 101, blue at plus 102, red at plus 603, and the field at 458. Now, the last two Super Bowl wins, Bill Belichick has worn a blue shirt, a blue top. So, do you want to go with that, or do you want to go with something else? Because I would say... See, I I was completely picturing the blue. Yeah, shirt. like I I I think that's a good bet, but like if it's me, I I can't. Like I kind of want to take the field. I do. Like I yeah, kind of want to. I'll take the field and cross my fingers for white. Yeah, that that was kind of my thought as well. Especially if we're going like like hoodie and white's not neutral enough for Bill <clears throat> Belichick. Yeah. A decent point. Yeah, but you know, maybe he comes out and makes a statement about how he loves white things. <laughs> it's like just like everybody else on this team. This one's for you, Boston. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Next one. Will Justin Timberlake wear a hat to start the halftime show? <laughs> the odds on this one are insane. Now, yes. now, now. Does it can't count if it's like a baseball cap? No, we want like the full trilby experience. Well, here, that's right? so. So here's the thing: it just has yes or no, right? And that is uh. that is that is a massive disappointment because I want ad, uh, I want odds on the fedora. I I like I want ads on the '90s Justin Timberlake fedora because that's what I would put my money on. We got no, yes no at way. we got yes at one seventeen and no at minus one fifty seven. It's gotta be no. It's gonna be, it's gonna be no, but it makes it makes me very sad. It's I gonna be I want I think yes. I think he's Ooh. gonna come out with a hat. What kind of hat? I think he's gonna come out looking. I think it's gonna be like the fedora or the trilby, okay. and he's gonna come out in the suit. And I feel like Ooh, he's gonna I go for kind suit. of a uh, like a suit and like sunglasses, and he's gonna be kind of going for like a michael jackson kind of look right at the beginning well so it, that's funny that's funny you say that because the next bet that i was gonna uh well I was hold on mention, hold on does it count as a hat if he comes out wearing a wig to make him look like he belongs in the movie trolls yes yeah i'm gonna say yes because because right, i, I well, see where you guys are going with this it's it's the first song during the halftime performance which ties in with that last one because my my bet for that was going to be Love Never Felt So Good at plus 
2,204, which are great odds, I think. For Dude, he's not going to do that song. I think he is. I think he is. It I, wasn't popular. But it, I... I mean, we love that song, but I'm telling you, that song was not a, nearly a hit by JT I, standards. I'm aware. I'm aware it wasn't a hit. I'm just saying that people don't usually come out guns blazing. Uh, the, uh, the, the best odds you can get, right, are... Well, the best odds are filthy at plus 250. And the... Um, the second best odds you can get are can't stop the feeling at plus three fifty. So yeah, if he comes out wearing that one's gonna be fucking, in there. It's gonna be in there somewhere. I don't think it's the first one. Uh, the other ones. See, here's where I reveal that I don't listen to pop music, and I literally do not know the names of Justin Timberlake songs. Can't oh, st- are you, except for "Cry Me a River" because that was a meme. Cry Me a River. Are you asking plus uh, Sam and I to sing them for you? Yes. No. One hundred percent. All right, Sam. You, you want to hit? Uh, you want to hit that love never felt so good for Dave? Uh, uh, fucking. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, go into a Bruno Mars song as like. Baby, yeah. Love never, never felt, felt so, so good. good. So I it's did. every. It's all the same song. Well, no, well, that, that one's was, a Michael that Jackson. Was Michael song. Ja- a Michael Jackson song. One, yeah, yeah. It's like an unfinished then, MJ song. And then you got uh. Can't stop the feeling when you dance, 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 dance. That's the Trolls song. Yes. That was the Trolls one. And then you got Sexy Back where it's where he talks about how bow. he's bringing Sexy back. Bow, oh, wow. Bow, and, oh, wow, wow. Oh, <laughs> well, oh so here's an interesting one. Coming here's in on that or what? <laughs> well, because, 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 no, because uh, fucking uh, Sexy Back and Rock Your Body have very different... Uh, odds rock your body's at 700 and i think that's because like oh because he can't do rock your body because i don't think he can do rock your body right because it's a it's a criminal crime because it's a crime now because it's a crime now i just want him to i just want him to do rock your body at the end and then rip the clothes off of a full size uh anna kendrick from trolls (laughs) oh my god but like not Anna Kendrick. I do not want no, Anna the, Kendrick to be the, molested the, and naked up on stage. I want Anna Kendrick dressed as from Anna Trolls. Kendrick's character from Trolls mm-hmm. to be stripped Wait, full naked. size. Do you mean like actual size? Human size. H- a and human size like to troll. All of us did when we were ten years old. I want Justin to tear all the clothes off that clo- off that troll doll. There. See, all I want is Janet Jackson to come out and rip off a cod. Yeah. On Justin. So that's, oh my god. Yeah, that's it. And there, there I are just want to see like Justin Timberlake's left nut with like <laughs> with a, a little star piece of jewelry on it. <laughs> just like a fucking Sharukin yes. stuck in his left nut. <laughs> there are odds on Janet Jackson appearing during the halftime show. It's not gonna happen, and I I, I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, but. You can you can get negative uh, six fifty on on no, so oh there's no way she's gonna show up. I know, no. I know. She's not famous anymore. She's not like popular anymore, and and that was such a disaster for everyone involved. I mean, that literally like killed her career. Yeah, yeah. It's it's she, funny. It's she, funny she about vanished that. after that. It's funny yeah. about that, huh? That it killed her career, and now they're inviting yeah, Justin Timberlake back. Really odd. <laughs> um... But this is probably my favorite one. Will Pink, at any point during the national anthem, be 
I want you guys to finish that sentence for me. What what word do you think I'm going to use to finish that sentence? <laughs> Kneeling. <laughs> Very good. Very good. No, there are there, on there are there are odds on any player kneeling during the anthem. There's no, no, no at negative no, 450 no, no. and yes Not at plus 280. Player. But pink, uh, pink. <laughs> God damn, fucking. Uh, I could see her doing I bet it. Yes, she just, just gets up for that high note, just is like slowly lowering down to one knee on home of the yeah, like on land of the free. Yeah, hell yeah. Donald Donald Trump would literally explode. <laughs> he would spontaneously combust. That's that's unfortunately not the word. However, I feel like the word is is even more. Well, Dave, do you have a guess? I no. I, I'm not gonna beat Neil. The, the so. word the word that finishes this sentence will pink at any point during the anthem. Be the word that finishes that sentence is the word airborne. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. The odds on yes are only plus 150? Now, now, do we know whether the hair product she uses is uh, to taste delicious to birds? Because you know they're going to get a couple of those big <laughs> birds flying around the arena. And they might just come yeah, down and just swoop her, swoop her, swoop her, her away. For sure. For sure. I don't know. There, there, there are odds on her hair color when she comes out. So, Will Pink yeah. be in one of the flyover jets singing the national? Oh my god! Oh, wow. Oh, so if she, I guess if she's, para, if she's parachuting in, she starts while parachuting in. See, this isn't going to happen because Lady Gaga went airborne during the halftime show last oh, year. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. That's true. It'd be Hop, trite. hopping off the top of the stadium. It's not going to happen. Pink will stay grounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if she just fin- finishes the national anthem? What if just to screw us all over on this one, she reads the prop bets and she finishes the national anthem and does and the home of the brave and then she just like '90s sitcom jumps into the air, you know, like the <laughs> freeze, freeze frame. frame yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Like, ah, she she bet she bet no, she bet yes, didn't she? This is this is the last one that I was uh, I was gonna do because this is always the one that I kind of like the most, uh, and it's what color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? And there are a lot of different options here. There is no option for the field this year, which is different than previous years. Uh, you got lime, uh, green or yellow at uh, plus two twenty-five, orange at plus two fifty, red at two seventy-five, clear or water at three seventy-five, blue at one thousand, and purple at one thousand as well. Which I think is not. I mean, I would bet purple uh, because we're they're in Minnesota. Prince's favorite color. I think that, I mean, with those odds, that would be where I would bet. I mean, it's going to be yellow lemon lime because it looks the most like piss, and that's what this matchup. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I gotta, I gotta take lime green no matter who wins, just as a symbol of Eagles. It's, it's but always lime it's green. Not, it's, it's not. It's like always last year yellow, was red. Like, and it the is. Previous year was blue, wasn't it? You always I mean, think it's gonna be. You always think it's gonna be yellow, lime, green because that's the color you think Gatorade is. But that's not. That's not like I'm as a- as someone who grew up in a household where the only Gatorade that my family ever bought was red. Um, mm-hmm. I'm offended by your stereotyping, <laughs> sir. Wow. And it 
just no, no. Gatorade to me is red first. Yeah, I'm actually Damn. that's that's, that's I, where I'm at too. But I think it's gonna be green. Gatorade is blue. Yep. Gatorade is always blue. You get the best you get flavor out of this is house. blue. In this no. house, we respect we respect blue Gatorade. All right, so hey, here, uh, here tip, okay, no, tip, let's, if you want to if you want to lose all of your friends, uh, take clear, and then when the ice melts and the Gatorade oh, and turns it clear, argue <laughs> with them incessantly that it was clear the whole time. Uh, so here we go. Um, last year, Super Bowl Fifty One, it was clear. It was water or some clear thing that uh, got dumped on Bill Belichick. The previous year, when the Broncos won, it was orange, then blue. Uh, for Super Bowl 49, orange for 48, none for 47, purple when the Giants won Super Bowl 46, orange, orange in 44 and 45, uh, Super Bowl 43 was yellow, 42, 41, 40, from 39 to 42, uh, I'm sorry, from 30, yes, from 39 to 42 it was clear, uh, none for Super Bowl 38 with the Patriots, which I'm not sure really what that means, if they just didn't do the gatorade shower uh purple for the bucks none the last time they did like and then yeah and then yellow for super bowl 35 uh for the ravens the last time they did it was nine years ago the last time yellow uh or you know any kind of yellow lemon lime then they're due they're all right i mean fair fair point i'm just uh i'm surprised at those odds because i was like i i didn't think that I didn't think that that was a very popular color for the Super Bowl, and I I was well right. as we've established, you stereotype Gatorade colors, so you're you're a Gatoradeist, and I don't I don't want to okay, hear. Okay, listen, it. no, the best Gatorade color is green because the best Gatorade flavor is Limon Pepino, and it is known Khaleesi. So don't like get all up in my ass about it. Come on, this is this is terrible. <laughs> Heads, heads should roll. <laughs> Execute everyone on this podcast. I think we've taken up enough time. Yeah, this is gonna we're 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 gonna kill each other pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, <laughs> fucking through radio waves. We're gonna stop recording and keep the Skype call going. We're all just gonna yell as loudly Welcome as possible. Welcome to the final can. episode of Intentional Sounding. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl or whatever. Have Nick Foles break his fucking elbow. Yuckers, oh yuckers. Well, I'm sorry for everything. <laughs> Ray, good good luck in Philly, and Thanks, um, I don't want your team to win, but if they do, I will be genuinely happy for you, and I hope you have a good time. Thanks, man. I, I really... Now, how can we follow you? Just in case we want to watch you die in real time after the win. Uh, yeah, so, well, I, I mean, you know, either way, the city's going to burn the ground. It's just whether the fires are going to be green or not. Um, and you can follow all that action. I'll try and put as much of it that's interesting on Twitter uh, at HeyRayRay. That's H-E-Y-R-A-Y-R-E-H. Also on Instagram. Sam! Yes! What about you, you Gatorade? Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> You can, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S, on uh, Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, and also on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Dropplate Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplate Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplate Comic, on Instagram at Dropplate Dave, on Patreon, and of course on the Dropplate.com. Please let us know what your Gatorade go-to color is, both your favorite flavor and just 
the color that pops up in your mind immediately just so I can continue to prove Sam wrong and also, follow me on Twitter while you will see me slowly sink into a deeper and deeper depression on Sunday. Don't do it. You should watch the Puppy Bowl, my dude. Just watch the Puppy Bowl. It's it's too late. We're done. We're done. Score a touchdown. One, two, one, two, three.